1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: So pretty much everything that could go wrong for the Steelers did on Sunday against San Francisco. It wasn't good for any of the AFC North quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett actually led the entire division In passing yards, 232, probably because a lot of that was just in garbage time and trying to come back, throwing the ball around, because the Steelers decided they just did not want to run it at all. So Kenny Pickett, 232 yards, a touchdown, two picks. Sean Watson, 154 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. Lamar, 169 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Joe Burrow. Threw for 82 yards. Joe Burrow. 82 yards. What a disaster. A disastrous game for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, it, it, it was horrible. But it was also horrible for the Steelers' offensive line. Here are some of the grades on the Steelers' offensive line. From... This past week, I mean, it. you look for a silver lining, there wasn't at all. Isaac Samuel was the best. You kind of expect that. You pay him all that money to be that. 54.6 pass blocking grade. Everybody else was really, really bad. Mason Cole, 27.9 pass blocking grade. Dan Moore, 23. James Daniels, 21. Jukes was actually pretty good before he came out. 65.7 passing grade. He was actually the best. But run blocking was also not good. And if you just go by the eye test, Steelers got dominated at the point of attack. I mean, it wasn't even a contest, competition, or anything. And now, according to Jerry Dulack, Cameron Hayward, reported yesterday with his injured groin, He's going to have surgery on Wednesday. He's going to miss up to eight weeks. He's going to miss up to eight weeks. I mean, that's atrocious for the Steelers. Things continue to go from bad to worse. For the second year in a row, an all-pro defensive player, high-impact guy, is going to miss a substantial amount of the season. Just like T.J. Watt last year getting hurt against Cincinnati. So Cam Hayward is going to miss the Browns, the Raiders, the Texans. Ravens at home. Browns and Ravens both at home. Then the bye week at the Rams in Jacksonville. That's if he misses eight weeks. That's seven. He can come back against the Titans. So let's say, hypothetically, Titans is a short week. Thursday night football game. He doesn't come back. He's not coming back until November 12th against Green Bay. November 12th against Green Bay. I mean, that's... That's daunting. It's, it's going to say a lot about Keanu Benton. It's going to say a lot about DeMarvin Leal. It's going to say a lot, truly, about Omar Khan as well and the depth that he has added on the defensive line, whether it be keeping Montrevis Adams, signing Larry Obinjobi. Was it the right decision? Is this guy healthy? And is Keanu Benton, who you selected with a pretty decent draft pick, Is he ready to roll? Is he ready to rock? Is Keanu Benton somebody that you can truly depend on? Somebody who called his shot and missed multiple times. He claimed that he had two chances at interceptions, but he just, oh, you know, dropped the ball. Patrick Peterson said, yeah, the 49ers, they did have some tells, but he just did not capitalize.
0: No, it was there. I had an opportunity to hit two bigs. I just didn't grab it in, you know. But you no know, credit to those guys. Those guys did a great job of, you know, sticking to their game plan and, you know, really um, get into their identity, which is run the football, misdirections, hit those bang gates, you know, hit those deep stops. I mean, that's just what they do. We just wasn't in good enough position to make those plays.
2: Man, stop! It is just. <sighs> I do believe in bulletin board material. And Brock Purdy even mentioned in the post game when he threw his second touchdown, he was like, Oh, yeah, uh, that was on Patrick Peterson. He gave a little laugh. I was like, Oh, yeah, I got nothing to respect for that guy. You know, he's a good player and stuff like that. Players understand, Players see this stuff. You're naive to think otherwise. It does mean something to people. When Patrick Peterson says, Oh, the 49ers offense has tells, and I'm going to go out there and get my pick, and I call my shot on a podcast. You're asking for trouble. You were just asking to get critiqued, ridiculed, and you better back it up. And if you don't back it up, Peterson must have felt so confident that he was going to do so. So what, Patrick Peterson? If you did get an interception, if you did grab one of the two balls that were thrown pretty much in your direction that you did not grab, would you feel better about yourself that you got yours and the Steelers' defense didn't do anything else? Over 300 yards, dominated on a 65-yard touchdown run by Christian McCaffrey to begin the second half after the offense went into the break. Feeling okay after scoring a touchdown, a little bit of momentum now, 20-7. to Here we go. Maybe starting to find something. Patrick Peterson's got to shut that crap down for the rest of the season. I mean, seriously, what's it worth? What is the value of this? To be able to roll your podcast out talk about other games. Don't talk about the Steelers. Don't talk about your team. You're just asking for trouble. You're asking for other teams to have something to be added motivation against them. Do you really need added motivation as an NFL player? Probably not. But it's something. It's better than not saying anything at all. Well, not saying anything at all is better than coming out and saying that you're going to get your interception and talking trash in the media and on your own podcast saying that they have tells and, oh, you know, we really see something like you're the Belichick, Spygate Patriots. I just don't like unnecessary commotion and chaos. It's just, it's not worth it. It's something for us to talk about. And it's something for us, it's good for us in sports talk. We could talk about Patrick Peterson wanting to be one like us when, He's out there on the field as well. But if you don't back it up, man, don't talk it. And don't try to talk things into existence. Go out there and let your play do the talking. And that's something that maybe as a society we've gotten away from, where everybody wants to express their voice and express their opinion. And I'm okay with that. You can say bare minimal things, but predictions and bulletin board material and projecting interceptions for yourself Instead of just, you know, coming out and saying, yeah, I think we have a good game. You know, I think as a defense, we have a good scheme compared to what they put together. There are ways that you can phrase things. And Patrick Peterson on his podcast with BMAC, Brian McFadden, obviously is very comfortable with him, clearly just decided he was just going to speak his mind and The repercussions. I wonder if Mike Tomlin says anything to him. Like, hey, man, like, let's not do that. Let's just uh, keep those type of thoughts to ourselves and not put anything out there in the media where it can be used against us. Because it's just, why? Why add another fuel, some more fuel, onto the fire it's like adding lighter fluid to the fire that was already burning for the Steelers, that I don't think anybody expected to be the case. I expected the Steelers to come out and win by a field goal. Some people in this various station thought they'd win by three touchdowns. Not the case. More coming up. Early morning show, 937 FM.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.